The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. One of the things I swapped houses with my mother in 1991, and and we had our third kid, and Deirdre has spent her whole life undoing the garden. And and a gardening said, you know what, this garden is now so fabulous with all the different flowers yeah. and so on. You should open it to the public. And I thought, cha-ching, a tenner ahead, you know what I mean? Of course, Get, you know, I, And I think you get tax reliefs and so on. <laughs> so I'm looking into this because there's a few quid in it for Ivan. Oh, yeah. I, sorry, would I let them into my bedroom? <laughs> no, no F off. Oh, yeah. But, I, but the, the, the truth of it is, is, is if, I could, if I could, you know, get a nice car park and, yeah. and charge them for the garden, yeah. <laughs> You're oh, incredible. But don't you know? Yeah, celebrity houses, that's what we're talking yeah, about today. Right. You're up there as well. Okay, right. <laughs> well worth a listen. Lunchtime live coming up after 12. Okay. Now, late June is the perfect time to harvest, of course, all over Wexford, strawberries, blueberries, blackcurrants from the comfort of your own garden. But how do you ensure good quality from the fruit of your labour? It's a pleasure to welcome regular on the Pat Kenny Show, uh, Porik Horikin, uh, horticulturist, keen gardener, graduate of the National Botanic Gardens. Give us the top tips for your fruit, please, Porik. Good morning, Ivan. Well, here in Ireland, we have got, as you know from Wexford, we've got the best climate for growing fruit. And it's at this time of year, the planting of fruit trees can happen because the soil conditions are absolutely perfect. But the harvesting of particularly soft fruits, all the strawberries, the raspberries, the black currants, as you mentioned, white and red currants, they should be harvested now over the next couple of weeks. And if you're not in a position to harvest them just now, make sure you put some anti-bird netting on them, Ivan, because the birds are going to hoover them up over the next couple of of weeks. It's also the time of year for the pruning, funny enough, of apple trees and pear trees. So we generally associate that with the wintertime. But at the end of June and early July, it's a good idea to give the apple trees a little bit of a snip back, take off about two thirds of the growth they've made this season and give them a feed at this time of year as well with a high potassium feed and that'll set them up for next year. They'll produce their flower buds in late autumn, early winter and they'll that will ensure a huge crop then the following year. So it's a really busy time in the fruit gardening, but excellent weather for planting new fruit trees, rhubarb, blueberries, all the plants you mentioned. Okay, so put a net over it. Wait till I tell you. We had a fierce problem with rabbits eating oh. all of Deirdre's uh, lovely plants. And you know what we got? Go we on. got Millie and Bella, two cats, and there's now not a rabbit to be seen around the place. Uh, so w- w- what are you saying about thinning? So the thinning of the fruit, normally at the end of June, you'll often notice around apple trees and pear trees in particular, you'll see aborted fruit, fruit that has literally dropped off the tree because most apple trees and pear trees cannot produce the amount of fruit that's set. So it naturally aborts a certain amount of the fruit. So you'll see that around your apples and pear trees. But it's also a good idea to hand thin, to thin out some of the fruitlets because, again, the remaining fruit you know, if you've got a cluster of six or seven apples on a branch, not all of those are going to mature to full size. So it's a good idea the first or second week of July 
to just simply take out the smaller, the runt of the pack, Ivan, remove those from the apple tree. So leave maybe two or three apples per branch on the tree and take out the smaller, uh, you know, the, 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 the apples that really are going to form if we let them, if we leave them on the tree. So a little bit of thinning, particularly on apples, pears and plum trees at this time of year. But most of the soft fruits like blackcurrants, whitecurrants, redcurrants, blueberries, you just continue to pick those over the next couple of weeks. No. Uh, as I was saying, uh, it's not all about Deirdre, but it actually is. She she put these boxes together and she's grown carrots and vegetables Great. and salads and chives and everything Brilliant. like that. What autumn and winter vegetables should you be considering now to plant? And Looking it's, forward. It's an- it's an excellent question because it's an excellent time of year. We tend to associate the planting of veg in the springtime, but we've actually got the perfect conditions at the moment for sowing seed of vegetables, salads, uh, particularly autumn and winter crops. So I'm thinking of things like winter kale, the black and the curly kale, winter cabbages, the lovely Savoy cabbages. If you sow the seed or plant the plants of those now, you'll have them from late autumn right through Christmas and into the spring of next year. Brussels sprouts, parsnips, carrots, radish, turnips, you name it, Ivan, you can sow a huge range of vegetables, herbs and salads at this time of year. And if you pop into your local garden centre, they'll have all the plants available for planting, but they'll also have the seed as well. And my tip really is to sow little and often. So sowing seed regularly every seven to 10 days from now right through until the end of August will give you pickings from September right through until next February or March of next year. So there's a huge range of edibles that can be planted at this time of year. Okay, and also um, in terms of your favourite plants, uh, taking slips or cuttings? Good time of year to do them. So if you like, say, fuchsias or some of your favourite garden shrubs, hydrangeas, for example, lavender, they all root from cuttings at this time of year. My, My advice is to take them pencil length and pencil thickness remove any flowers, remove any flower buds and leave just one leaf right at the very top of the cutting, dip it into some rooting powder and insert it into a pot of compost with some perlite, a kind of a gritty compost and cover it with a polythene bag and simply leave it in a semi-shaded area for about six or eight weeks and the root, the cuttings will actually have rooted. So if you see a favourite plant in a neighbour's garden, this is the time of year to take a little cutting of that and they root very successfully at this time of year. But it's a great time for taking cuttings, but also the sowing of seed of flowering plants. So plants like lupins and many of the cottage garden plants that I'm sure are in Deirdre's garden at the moment, you can actually sow from seed at this time of year because we've got the perfect temperatures uh, okay. Ivan, with the, with the moisture and the my, heat at My the screen, as predicted, uh, has lit up with questions. Just on that last one, what cottage garden flowers can I plant now that will flower in August and September? Something to flower this and every year. And that's the great thing about cottage perennial plants. They do literally come back year after year and they multiply in size. So, Plants that flower late into the autumn period are things like rubecchias, the lovely asters, Japanese anemones. They're fabulous. They're pink and beautiful white flowers. They're fantastic for cutting as well. Salvias, chrysanthemums, geraniums. There's so many, Ivan. My advice really is to pop into your local okay. garden centre. Thomas, Thomas we'll do these rapid fire. Uh, Thomas, my lawn is very hungry looking. Lots of bare patches after the dry weather. What lawn feed do I need? And can I reseed at this time, uh, reseed at this time of year? Yeah, perfect conditions for reseeding. So 
uh, simply mix some lawn seed with some compost, brush it into the area that's been damaged and feed the entire lawn now, again with the rain coming, with a good quality lawn fertiliser. That'll green the lawn without forcing growth. So great time to feed and a great time to reseed. OK, how can I get rid of red beetle that chews at my lilies for years? I've replaced plants every year, thrown soil away, washed plants with washing up liquid, removed beetles manually, but still the lilies are being attacked by these red beetles. Yeah, and that's a, a little pest called beetle lily or lily beetles. They do attack the, both the flowers and the foliage of, of lilies at this time of year. You can use a systemic insecticide like Bug Clear, which is very effective at controlling lily beetles. So simply mix it in water, apply it onto the, the foliage of the lilies and that will control it. That's available in your garden centre at the moment. OK, why did my gooseberries not set fruit this year? No, it's very unusual because mine are absolutely loaded with fruit. It may be down to the pruning. So you have to be careful how you prune gooseberry plants. If you prune them too severely, you literally remove the flower, the old the, the flowers that are going to bear the fruit next year. So be careful how you prune them. Just leave them alone this year. Give them a few to the potash I mentioned. They'll come back into fruiting again. All right. Uh, my thanks to Porik Horkin. Uh, an absolutely a fount of knowledge and practical advice. Thank you for wrapping up uh, the PK show for today. And of course, Willie will be back again to answer your questions and tell us what you should be doing in a timely fashion in the garden. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.